Welcome back, everyone, to episode 64 of the Popcorn Podcast. I'm Tommy Cresta. Alongside me, my co-host and dear friend, Ryan Faram. And we are here today to review both Werewolf by Night and episode 8 of House of the Dragon, Lord of the Tides. Ryan, how's your day going today? It's going uh, pretty good. I'm having I'm having a, a pretty decent week, I'm going to be honest. The Giants, they won in England, beating the Packers. It was, it was, it was a close game, but we had a, we had a great second half. Um, and, uh, the Phillies just, I mean, just trudging along. It was a scary one today, but we, we pulled it off. We pulled it off. Yeah. At the time of this recording, the Phillies have just won game one of the NLDS. Thanks to an amazing catch by Nick Castellanos at the end of the game and his three RBIs. Yeah. Three RBIs. So yeah, it's been a pretty good day to be a Philadelphia fan yep. and a New York fan, I guess. Yep, half but, a Philadelphia uh, fan. we are very excited okay. to review these two projects today. And uh, we're going to start off with Werewolf by Night. Ryan, what are your, just your first thoughts on this? I Coming off of the trailer, I was genuinely not excited for this. I thought it looked really cheesy, and it looked kind of cheap, to be honest. But after watching it, I, I really, really genuinely enjoyed this, you know, special presentation. I thought, it was, I thought it was just genuinely so much fun. It was something totally different from Marvel. I mean, not like... It kept kind of the same overall style, like some jokes here and there, but there's a lot more like brutal kills and stuff too, which I was not expecting. Excuse me. Gosh darn it. I should have been chugging this ice before I recorded. Yeah, so I think Michael Giacchino should just do every Marvel project ever. (laughs) He came out and made one of the best projects Marvel's putting out this year, especially, and I think it's the best thing of Phase 4. Yeah, this year for sure. Is this Phase 4 or is this... Off on its own, kind of. I think it's still Phase 4. It is? I think, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I thought this. I thought it was incredible. Yeah, I loved it. And it's sitting at a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb and a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. This film was, as we, this special was directed by Michael Giacchino, as we said, and this was on Disney+. Plus. I love the black and white aura yeah. of the whole episode. Yeah. I love, I think that's how they got away with doing all the blood and the brutalness of the No, a hundred percent. And I'm typically, I'm not a huge fan of black and white. Like when they did justice league, uh, Zack Snyder's justice league, the yeah. justice is gray. I was like, that's just dumb. But Hey, it looked it, dope though. I'm sure it did. I didn't watch it, but the black and white really just fits this aesthetic. Like this kind of like classic horror. Oh yeah. It was supposed to be like a forties movie. Yeah. Like the forties, fifties horror films. Yeah. It was meant to be that. So I think the black and white really fit it. And that little kind of like WandaVision esque, like out of touch of red. With yeah. The, the bloodstone. It was, it, it worked well for this. I will say I have one problem with this entire project. Hmm. So they, when they announced it, they said this was going to be the scariest thing they put on the MCU. Yeah. It was not scary. I mean, compared to everything else in the MCU, they didn't really. No, fly. I see. I think Doctor Strange was scary. Doctor Strange Two was scarier than this. Really? There, because there's a jump scare in Doctor Strange Two when she comes out and kills Professor X. That yeah. got that caught me. No, and, like, I guess when she's I guess chasing them. Like that was kind of freaky. Yeah, this had like nothing in it that like even like scared me. Like was freaky to me. Really, I thought the end was kind of. I mean, I don't know if we want to jump to the end, but the end when werewolf. We you know, everyone knows out, the werewolf's like, gonna show up. Yeah, I mean when the werewolf comes out towards the end, you that, that part scary? I didn't think it was like scary. But Danny but I thought, Ray, yeah, you're gonna have a hard time with this horror episode we're doing. Yeah, but I thought compared to other stuff, it was scarier than most Marvel stuff. Yeah, I guess if you're if you're going by that, yes, I guess it yeah. was scary. Because I mean, it was he was just dumping dudes them. up like <laughs> he had to have broken like 15 guys to next. Oh yeah, and like it wasn't even like hidden. Like you watched it. 
Yeah, they spray blood all over the camera. I love that. They wanted you to see it. Yeah, they wanted you to know he was killing these people. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's like my own. I would probably say that's my only downside of the episode. Yeah. But I also. could have been scary. I didn't love uh, Harriet Harris as Versa. I didn't love the older woman. That's you didn't? The, no. I wasn't a fan of her. She was kind of. I feel like, like her movie. acting. I If you're doing a 40s aura, like that's what you're trying to go for. Like the whole 40s time period and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I guess her acting fits is kind of like a little cheesy, not mm-hmm. great. But if you're going for like nowadays acting, it wasn't very good. Yeah, it was very like cheesy kind of like. She's very much hamming it up. Yes. This particular show. And same with Kirk Thatcher, Giovanni. I actually loved him, though. Was it the Scottish dude? Yeah, yeah I actually loved fun. him. Yeah, he was fun. Because he was just every stereotypical <laughs> guy. Monster Hunter just going in with a giant battle axe. That thing was sick. <laughs> and I love Laura Donnelly and Gael Bernal. Bernal? Which one were they? That's Jack Russell, the main guy. Oh, That's yeah. also Bloodstone. Okay. Two leads. Oh, yeah. They were I thought great. they were very good. And, yeah. But they like were acting like serious acting. Yeah. And then the rest of the people, they're not really important. They have like a line or two maybe of dialogue. Yeah, the rest so, of the monor- monster hunters. Yeah. And then there's Ted. Ted. Ted was my guy. Ted was I loved awesome. Ted. Yeah. Um, you were disappointed by Ted at first, and I have to, I have to I, say that. I, yeah, I was. I'm. You agreed with me the first time. For those who don't know, Ted is man thing. Yeah. The CGI was not good. No, that first shot from like... In the bush. Yeah, the hedge. It's not great, but... As it goes on, it gets better. And when yeah. it goes, the, the color end, the great. color looks really great. But to give people a the synopsis of this project, it's on a dark and somber night, a secret cabal. Cabal? 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 <laughs> wow, we are <laughs> illiterate. A secret group of monster hunters emerge from the shadows and gather at the Bloodstone Temple following the death of their leader. The attendees are thrust into a mysterious and deadly competition for a powerful relic, the Bloodstone, which can give you any gift of power, immortality, and all these different things. Yeah, and the goal was they had to kill Man-Thing and get it. Yeah. And they talk, They go through the group. They explain how many kills everyone has. And then it gets over to Jack Russell, and he has over 100. Yeah. and 200. No, I said 100. It was 100. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, how do you have that many? And he's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. And I he's like, it. he's the most like unassuming one too. Yeah. Was, he was the Yovan was one. second with 75. Yeah. And then, uh, the other guy, Simon, I don't, I don't remember their names. He was like the ninja. He gotcha. liked the blade blaster. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think was cool. Yeah. I still have no idea if this is set in modern day or not. I think it is. I, I, I would assume it is. I, maybe like, but not like, like Hydra had that kind of gear, I guess. Yeah. Maybe like sixties or so. Cause like at the very end, they're playing like a gramophone. So maybe it's like a little bit in the past, but I don't think it's anything. I don't think it's like 1800s or no, anything. No, I didn't like think it was that far. Yeah, I think it's like maybe 50s or 60s. Maybe it is 40s. I don't know. But don't it know. could be modern day. Yeah. It's it, just what it, they have. I feel like some of the stuff was kind of like just to like make it feel like like yeah. old. I think it was definitely the aesthetic, which makes sense because the guy, the that guy in the beginning, what's the Bloodstone? <laughs> yeah. What's his name again? I don't know. Ulysses. Ulysses Bloodstone. Oh, yeah. The point where they're there. He's been alive for like hundreds of years, so it makes sense to have his castle type thing be like all old old style. And style. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense because the soldiers were like nowadays soldiers. Yeah, they they look a lot like TBA soldiers, but yeah, not. Yeah, they're not TBA. Yes, yeah. but they had the same like the taser type things. Yeah. But uh, cool. yeah. So the whole the whole special is just a battle, pretty much. like. Yeah. Uh, it's not really a battle. It's kind of like a slow, methodical fight. 
Yeah, the whole point is that they go in there, they have the five monster hunters, and then Elsa comes, and that makes six. But they put them into the maze, and it's all of them against each other. Whoever comes out alive wins. Whoever comes out alive after killing the monster wins. So they're fighting themselves and the monster at the same time. And whoever wins gets the bloodstone. And while this is going on, Jack Russell, werewolf by night, he is going through, and he's trying to actually save dead. Yeah. His whole goal is to save monsters, yeah. not killing them. Yeah, that but, that was really fun when he reaches like that little jump scare. He grabs his chest and he's like, "Oh, Ted, what are you doing, man? How'd you get caught?" That scared you? <laughs> no, it didn't oh. scare me, but it was kind of a jump scare. They tried, but I'm just I'm tougher than that. I'm not gonna get scared by some big monster arm coming out of a bush. I'm a big boy. You're so nervous to watch these horror movies. This I'm week. terrified. Ryan's seeing Halloween ends this week. Yeah, I gotta watch Friday. Halloween Kills still. We're watching on Friday. Watching both on Friday. Are we? Mm-hmm. We're doing. Uh, we're watching it at Sean's, who everyone here has known. He's been on a couple episodes. We're gonna watch that at Sean's house, and then nine fifty-five, we're going to Regal. Okay. The late night showing on Friday night. the fourteenth. Yo, <laughs> so we're all watching House of the Dragon, and Ryan gets all excited because Ryan's not a horror person. Let's clarify. So I not get where all. he's coming from. Ryan doesn't watch horror at all. But uh, Ryan, unless Ryan, it's on accident. What? Unless it's on yeah, accident. It's, I've it's done fun. that a few times and been like, oh, God damn it. It's <laughs> scary. Yeah, I didn't want to watch this. But uh, we're talking and Sean is explaining, yeah, it comes out on uh, the 14th. And Ryan's like, wait, Friday the 14th? Yeah, like, it comes out on Friday so cool. the 14th. I'm like, Friday the 14th, that's so cool. That's the movie, right? Like, so Ryan no. not only got the date wrong, that's supposed to be Friday the 13th. It's a crazy day. He Which also is like... The, the Friday the 14th thing, that's understandable. It's just one day. It sounds similar. No, it but getting the movie wrong yeah, the is even worse. Yeah. <laughs> that's where horror fans would kill you. Everything. Oh, man. It was just completely incorrect. Dude, today I wrote down like 40 horror movies I love. And I was like, I got to break this down to 10. Send that list to me because I got to watch some. <laughs> like, I'll watch some with you. I love horror. Yeah. I I, I think horror is one of the best I should definitely watch, like, the class. Like, I've never seen The Shining. I've never seen what? a lot of the classic ones. You've never seen The Shining? I don't watch the horror but movies. But Shining's not, like... I feel like Shining's kind of, like... That's, like, a movie people every say film person like, watches. Well, yeah, but I haven't. But people are like, oh, The Shining's not even scary. And then you talk to somebody else, they're like, it's the scariest movie yeah, like, ever. Yeah, like, I don't like, find it crazy scary, but I find it it's a very good movie. Is it? My dad, does, my dad doesn't even like The Shining. Really? Well, my mom's terrified of this. So, in, just in my house, we had the... Oh, Grace never even finished. That's my little sister. Really? Yeah, she got too scared. Okay. Some well, people, I mean, it, for I mean, when the first time I watched it, it scared me, but the older I got. Yeah. But uh, go talking about horror films, a film that this I don't know why I think it's just the black and white is Psycho. No, they did. They did a few things. Does they have the um the Psycho music like the strings? They had that in the one scene when um Elsa's fighting the dude with the like the little hand arrow thing. And she kills him, but they also have literally just saw it as I'm watching along with this. They had the cross dissolve from like the old lady, and it cross dissolves her face with a skull. Uh, so they do the same thing with it's Psycho. Yeah, it's Psycho with him and his mom. Have you ever seen Psycho? I've not. Psycho genuinely freaks me out. Really? To this day. Because that's like the first kind of. That was the first like serial killer movie, I guess. Yeah, serial For killer sure. style. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it it changed the way you could do. Movies, yeah, showing a girl naked, showing a naked girl flush in the shower, getting yeah. stabbed. You know, you... that scene's scared. Like even now, like if I'm in the shower, I think about it randomly. Really? Like if they're like, when I'm home alone, I'm like, I really hope there's no 
man with a wig on that's just waiting outside my shower curtain just killed me. <laughs> Dude, I remember the one time I was taking, I was like, maybe been like sixth grade or so. I was taking a shower and the power went out. And it was oh, like, I would have freaked it out. It was like nine o'clock at night. So it was, I was in the shower and it was just pitch black. I was like, oh God, <laughs> I couldn't see anything. Like, I was this drowning. This is every horror movie yeah. ever. I, I was completely blind to sort of drowning. It was terrible. I couldn't do <laughs> anything. I couldn't do anything to save myself. Like, your oh, shower in, in next to your room does fill though. Like it, the kind water of. will come up a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like, cause it's, it's like a smaller, older yeah. shower. And it has like the love, a higher up flooring. So yeah. it comes up a little bit. I'm not used to that. I remember taking a shower then and I was very confused. Really? Yeah, because I'm not used to having water come up when I'm in the shower. <laughs> I thought I like clogged it. So I was like, I'm not that hairy. I'm not that bad. I was like, my hair's not that long. <laughs> but uh, back to what by night. Um, yeah, I thought this, it gave a lot of homage to those old style horror movies. And I, yeah. I, that's why I think I loved it so much. Yeah, it was completely on purpose too. Like, you yeah. Could tell, you could tell Del Toro, not Del Toro. Um, Giacchino. Giacchino you said that time. while we were watching it yesterday, though. So. Yeah. They both have like kind of Spanish names. Why? Because if you go Michael with G. Yeah. I think it's just that. I think it is literally just the G. Guillermo and Giacchino. It's close enough. Actually, that does, I, get where you, I get where you're going. From. Even though, I mean, he's not, it's not a Spanish I mean, you host, His first name is Michael. Which you is also a host a film podcast, so I'd hope you know Yeah, I'm also between. stupid. So that it's is like, true. you know. But, um,. No, I, I genuinely, I really enjoyed it. I did not think yeah. I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. Yeah, no, I didn't. And the think kills so were great. Like, the kills were yeah. genuinely good kills. Yeah. Like, the one who gets shot through his throat into his mouth, and you can see that arrow hanging out. Yeah, you can see it sticking through his uh, mouth. That would not be in anything else unless it was this in black and white. Like, that's the only reason they showed it. And then it. eventually he is caught, and Versa figures out that he is a monster because he, he gets Ted out. Yeah, he takes the bloodstone off of Ted. And then he tries to grab it, and monsters can't grab it, yeah. so it flings him. Yeah. Dude, I also want to say, when they're walking into the, the maze, and they're doing that, like, flaming tuba on the Yo, entrance, that shit was fire. That thing was awesome. <laughs> like, we love weird instruments being used. It was used like Mad film. Max, like, all the guitars, the flames shooting out. It was great. It's a great We got to do a review on that one, though. Yeah. I love Mad Max Fury Road. It'd be fun. Best action movie ever. I think so. I think it's the best. It's not my favorite. John Wick will always be my favorite, but I think Mad Max, that's all really happening and stuff like that. Like yeah. that, That's incredible. George Miller's the dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, he eventually gets locked up in a cage with Elsa, Jack Russell, and he's pretty much sniff, starts sniffing. And she's like, what What are you doing? He's like, it lets me remember you, so he won't kill her when he turns into a werewolf. Yep. And then he turns into the werewolf eventually after a ritual is performed on him. And... I love the practical suit, but we both agreed it needs some more fur on the face. Yeah. It looked a little goofy. Yeah. The actual, like, the, the body of the suit works. Yeah. I really liked it, but the face needs – it doesn't look as, like, werewolfy. Like, I was kind of expecting a little bit of a snout, and they didn't have that. I was I was fine with that, but it needs to be a little hairier, have the mouth come out a little bit, more fangs and stuff. Like, I just think it looked fine. But I think it could look could better. better. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's also a special, maybe not as much of a budget and all that kind of stuff. I get it. No, yeah, I, th- I think that's for sure what it was. I don't yeah. think they had as much to work with. But I think if it was like feature film, then it probably would have been more. Yeah. And then he kills everyone. <laughs> he kills oh, yeah. everyone except for Elsa and saves her. Yeah. And then. I love when he's like, he just starts sniffing and she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I got to remember your scent. You know, I work. just, you know, I just said that part, right? No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you said he saves Elsa, but you didn't say how. Yeah, I did. Did you? 
Yes. Dude, I just block you out just subconsciously. <laughs> like 100%. That's all I do. I laid that whole entire scene already. Nah. In the cage and everything. Oh, God. <laughs> Explain it. the ritual and all of that. I was. Uh... <laughs> I got nothing much to say. I just can't <laughs> listen to you most of the time. But uh, yeah. And then eventually it's just Elsa and Versa left. And Versa's there and she's about to kill Elsa. And Man Thing comes to the roof and crushes her. Yeah. And then she pretty much is asking, he's like, where did uh, where did Jack go? And she he, he just kind of like makes like a noise and she kind of guesses that that's who she's, who is he, who he is looking for. Yeah. And she points him, cut to black, light back up, very old school transition. Mm-hmm. And it's man thing and Jack and they're listening to music and talking about playing cards and stuff. Yeah. And then they, they agree to get sushi. Yeah. I, nice I love the scene. Yeah, it's such and a it's nice all in game. color, which is really cool. Yeah, it, it changes. Yeah, into they color. transfer back to color. I, I did love. Um, Man Thing was so cool. The way like I like I love them comics. How like if you feel fear, he secretes this toxin that just burns your body up completely. Yeah, that's how it works. It's it's pretty badass. But yeah, do you want to give it your score? I'm not going first. I'm trying to think. I didn't score it. Um. 88 i'm giving 86 all right that's pretty similar again yeah and uh yeah i mean there's not much to talk about it was only 55 minutes and i mean seven minutes at the end is credits and then a couple yeah. minutes in the beginning is intro yeah it's i really was really like 40 something yeah minutes. i was kind of disappointed there was no end credit scene i know we've been you literally waiting was the only like like huh like i'm not disappointed there wasn't something more but it's like everything has a post-credit scene except for endgame and now they're like we're as good as Endgame, bitch. We're not having one. Hey, there. that's, that's oh, a power wow. move by Michael Giacchino. It is. Well, he came out and said, people asked why there wasn't one. And he said pretty much the scene between Man Thing and him was like their end credits. That makes sense. Which I get. That counts. If that had been the end credits scene, it would have been fine. Yeah. It counts. But, uh, yeah, do you have anything else you want to add? I want to say the last the last kill, that last hunter, the lady oh. with like no eyebrows, that kill, when she just... Puts the sword in Warfare and she falls over slowly. Kicks it in, hits it in more. Oh. Dude, the kills were so good. In they this. were so brutal. <laughs> so good. And all, the whole fight scene's practical. Yeah, I love He's it. He's on wire. Yeah. That, and it looks great. Yeah, it's awesome. I and love like- Me and you were questioning and then you see him grab onto the thing and it shakes a little bit. And you're like, oh, okay, so he is yeah. actually grabbing it. Yeah. And like when somebody gets their hand chopped off, like blood's flying everywhere. Like it's, Yeah, like continuously yeah. through the fight. It was, it was very, badass. very good. Dir- I want to see Michael G. can direct again now. So do I. Did you get it? Oh, yeah. Ooh, Ryan just badass. snagged his hand down and caught a fly. Yeah, Karate master. <laughs> okay, Mr. Miyagi. But uh, is there anything you want to add before we do our ad reads? No, I think this is one. Well, I guess, yes. But I think this is one that a lot of people weren't really excited for, including myself, honestly. But I was very, very pleasantly surprised at how this turned out. So absolutely watch this. Give it a shot. And I think Marvel should just, we were talking about this on the car ride over here. Marvel should do more of these special presentations instead of doing a lengthy TV show to introduce a character. Maybe just have like a 50 to 80 minute, you know, little, yeah, special, like short movie, whatever, just to introduce a character and then bring them into something bigger. Oh, I agree. I didn't, I thought you were going to continue. No, yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I highly recommend everyone check it out. And me and Ryan are not allowed to use this for our suggestion of the week. I'm giving him a heads up. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, so before we get into our House of the Dragon review, we are going to do our ad reads. So mm-hmm. I think the first sponsor we're going to talk about today is MoviePushes.com. 
Moviepress.com has over 100,000 posters to choose from, and they are anywhere from anime to The Sandlot to The Amazing Spider-Man to Daredevil to Doctor Strange to Halloween to every type of genre you can think of, and they're extremely high quality. Me and Ryan absolutely love their posters. We have how many hanging up now? One, two, three, four, five, six. We have six hanging up, and we're going to get more. So, uh, yeah, we're, we we really love the company. We really love everyone that works over there. And if you want to get 10% off and free shipping, use our code, all caps, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Batman's not from there. It's not? No. My dad bought it for me. It's not from Movie Post? No, my dad bought it down the shore. What's it from? From the the comic store. Down really? the shore on the boardwalk? Oh, you don't go to Northwell. There's a no, comic the, store. I know that comic yeah, store. Yeah, that's where you got it from. Oh, nice. I love that store. It's a great store. It's such a cool store. But back to our ad read, <laughs> if you want 10% off and free shipping. Movieposters.com is a cooler store than that comic store, yes, just they to the, be clear. The yeah. best store. <laughs> uh, you can use our code, all caps, popcorn10. That is, again, P-O-P-C-O-R-N-10 at Movieposters.com. Thanks to Movieposters.com for sponsoring this episode. Now on to our second sponsor, Manscaped. And Manscaped, I mean, they're, they're the best. They have yep. amazing men's below the... Below the waist grooming tools, starting from the lawnmower 4.0, which comes with a 400k LED light, so you can get into all those hard to reach places with no fear of getting nicks. And yep. you can use it in the shower. And but if you want a full package, I recommend the Performance Package 4.0. This comes with the weed whacker, comes with the ball deodorant, ball toner, comes with an amazing travel bag. And me and Ryan absolutely love, love the product. They have some amazing underwear, T-shirts, and just all around amazing gear. Don't you agree, Ryan? I fully agree, Tommy. I'm I love Manscaped. I use it very often, and uh, I'm actually wearing the underwear right now. I'm being honest, I'm not wearing it's anything nice. right now. So. And the deodorant. Yeah, I'm not wearing anything. The deodorant's nice because it's not it's not that strong, but it's just it's enough to keep the stank away. But it's not. Oh, that and strong. they have the great uh, body wash. Yeah, body wash is great too. Very nice. But if you want twenty percent off and free worldwide shipping, use our discount code C N B. That's C A N D B. At manscaped.com with 20% off and free shipping. Use our code C N B. C A N D B. Manscaped.com. Thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring this episode. Wow, that did not go as far as I wanted it to. So. Was... But moving on, we're jumping into our episode eight House of the Dragon review. <laughs> this episode was titled uh... Lord of the Tides. And I thought this episode was incredible. Yeah. Some people, no, this episode is not the one. The last episode, some people aren't loving. Yeah. The last I, I didn't think I it was that dark. We, it's also, we were, you know, the scene, the, the oh, sex on the beach. Scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People were saying how dark it was. I, maybe it's because we were sitting in a completely. Yeah. No, we watched it with blacked the out basement. So I think we were fine. Plus, you have a big, pretty big TV. So oh, it's okay. really not that bad. But for people who are watching it like in the living room with the lights on yeah, i can yeah, totally yeah. see how it would be really difficult why why are you watching with your lights on what's going on maybe they got to watch the kid i also never that's just me i've i don't think i've ever watched like a movie or something with lights on really yeah me you always me you always love or at least well, that's also cuz you're in a basement if you have like windows and you watch it during the day like see i like, i shut all my blinds really yeah cuz I, I hate the glare so do i but TV. i'm just lazy put it on <laughs> Yours is also a little different. Yours is a big living room. Mine's yeah. laid the windows are right behind me. I yeah, can lay to reach up and smack them. Yeah. But uh, this episode takes place six years after the funeral of Lena Valerian. And the line of succession for Driftmark has been challenged after Lord... 
Lord Corliss Valerion suffers a potentially fatal wound during a battle in the step zones. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I already said this, but I think <laughs> it really is crazy how I've done this probably like four or five times. This is, I think this has a chance of being the best episode of the show. Yeah. Are you watching House of Dragon now? Yeah, I'm watching the intro. I was, I was just making sure you, you switched yeah. over. No, I switched. But uh, I mean, it really does. We I think I've said it three times that this is the best episode. <laughs> and I think you've said twice, but it really does get better and better. The show has progressively gotten better and better. Yeah, th- I think this is this is my favorite episode since the big time jump. So what's that? Six? Two episodes. Seven. It's just two episodes? Mm-hmm. Was it just this and eight? Four before and that, and then six. Oh, yeah. So it's only been two episodes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is still the best out of those episodes, but yeah, it's definitely the best of the, I think it's definitely the best of the time. Jump, and I think it's just as good as episode one. Yes. Because this one really hits emotionally and yeah. really sets up what's to come in these final two episodes. Yeah. It also had just like, not even the episode as a whole, but individual scenes. I don't know who, I forget who directed this episode, but whoever it was is a genius at building tension. I mean, like, it was incredible, especially the scene with Allison and the, I guess, Aegon's cupbearer or whoever. Oh, that seems so sad. That scene, I was, I, like, I, my stomach was turning. Like, I had no idea what was going to I fully thought she was dead. You I really was did. You were, you were terrified watching that I was that terrified scene. for that girl because she was just crying and then ends up being all right. But yeah. I, I like that scene because it's kind of a, a switch for Allison because you can tell, like, when Rhaenyra got the, the plan T... She was very upset that she kind of she had sex in general. She was upset that Rhaenyra was able to kind of be herself and express herself. And she's kind of feeling those same emotions again with this girl. But she's finally allowing herself to kind of add to the thing which made her angry in the first place and give her that plan B, whatever. And then she goes to Aegon. That stuff definitely tastes like ass. Oh, t- 100% tastes terrible. That can't, that can't be good. That white, steamy tea. No, like, it was that's blue, terrible. remember? Was it? It's like blue. Ugh. It's horrible. It's got to be terrible. 100%. <laughs> it's got, it, dude, it looked... Yeah. I, I can't imagine most things taste good back then. No, 100% not. The wine was definitely so fucking fermented. Oh, it just, just t- tasted like feet. Like, that's it. 100%. <laughs> but, oh. uh, yeah, I think that was that scene... What? Better than the water, though. Yeah, that's what you used to do back then. They would drink beer or wine instead of water because water was more dangerous than that. Because alcohol would at least kill kill like, off a lot of bacteria. Yeah, if you drank water, you would just die. <laughs> it really is disgusting. It's a great life, man. If you it drank water, you die. You just got to be drunk. I've said this a hundred times. I am so thankful to be living the time we live in now. <laughs> and had the best was episode two. You're like, or no, it was we we're watching Game of Thrones. You were like, I'm so bestest. happy. I'm a soldier now. Yeah. <laughs> like. Fighting with swords. Yeah, that looks terrifying. Riding in on a horse. Charge! Runs right into a spear. It's over. That's it. All of a sudden, your arm's gone. You're like, I'm like, oh. Well, I got to keep fighting. Yeah, I'm stuck in the middle of the battlefield now. There's men stomping on me. I'm drowning in mud. Like, who wants to fight in that? Oh, man. But, uh. Still afternoon with the boys. No problem. Little battle with the boys. But, um. Battle of boys. I think... That scene, I love. I think I loved it more just by watching your reaction because you were so squirmish watching it. I was. Terrified. You were. You were so messed up by it. Genuinely, I was genuinely like, Jesus Christ, this girl's gonna die. <laughs> I like the following scene. I like when she goes to Aegon. Yeah, when she goes and yells at Aegon, that was great because Aegon's just a little. He's such a piece of. <laughs> <shit>. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say it. Yeah. Uh. 
But uh, yeah, I love when she goes to talk to him. He like doesn't give a. Yeah. He just. Yeah, she like screams, wakes him up. He's like, "Oh, oh, you're here. Okay, I'm just gonna go back to sleep now. We're good." And then he starts crying like a little. He's like, "My life's so hard. I'm I'm the prince. Shut the up, dude. I hate you." I love you like Eamon. I love Eamon. Eamon's a good dude. It's yeah. I'll say it. He. (laughs) I'm trying not to make Colin's job as difficult. We cursed 83 times last episode. Colin, (laughs) you're just mad because you he takes a portion of our profit. I am mad about that. Guess what? He doesn't get any of the mugs. That's true. That's seven dollars. Okay. Um. But speaking of Eamon and Aegon, I had a thought coming over here. It reminds me. Their relationship reminds me kind of of like Peaky Blinders in a way because you have Aegon and Arthur who are the oldest and should be in charge, but they're not as mature as their middle brothers who are, you know, Aemon and Tommy who kind of take charge. Like not take charge as much in House of the Dragon, but they're both the more sensible, you know. No, I get what you mean. They're much better at everything. You're doing good. Keep sides. They're older brothers. Because Arthur is just a drunk, and drug he, addict, he's drug addict, and he's just nuts. Aegon again, drunk, <laughs> crazy. Aemond and Tommy, kind of assholes, but they get done, which is what they need to do. So no, Aemond's not even an asshole. Aemond's just a horrible human being. What do you mean? He's not a good guy. He got bullied so bad. He was a kid with his cousins. It's not bullying. It's pretty much bullying. No, it's not. They, they gave, gave him, him the pig, pink, and he fucking. They gave lost him the it. pink dread, and he was like, "All right." you i'm getting the biggest dragon <laughs> and then they were upset with him well because no, then he called that. them a bastards yeah but then well because bail came in he's like that was my dragon he was like you should have done it something. was her dragon no it wasn't so you support guys who punch women no i don't support guys no no where, where did this come from that was a hell of a jump no he no, no, punches no, no. women no, no, this is bad i already i said this <laughs> you already man ryan these last two episodes oh no I've we been, cut that episode yeah yeah don't even mention that we cut that episode don't mention cut it cut it i want you to leave i want you to add the shia labeouf bit <sighs> here Colin, if you add it, I will curse every second of the next episode just for you. We pretty much did 83 times in a 40-minute video. It's pretty damn bad. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's I'm twice a minute. Proud of that. My mom asked us to stop cursing so much. Again? And I was like, respectfully, this is my show. <laughs> you played the nurse suit fanguish. This is my show. My show. This ain't your show. But, uh, yeah, then we get to – then we see uh, Rhaenyra and Damon. They come to King's Land. They go to visit Viserys, and Viserys is bedridden and looks horrible. Better than ever, baby. His teeth are rotting. He's lost an eyeball, and his face is – he's covered in decaying sores. Yeah. He's disgusting. And it's a very hard scene to watch because you can really see how upset Rhaenyra is. Yeah. And then she's like, hey, you need to back us in this. And yeah. Damon's like, bro. <laughs> Just let him, let him go. And Damon, I feel bad for Damon, too. And then Damon gets him the tea. Yeah. That was so sweet. Yeah, I love how Damon starts sniffing at the end. Like, what the hell is in this? He's like, what <laughs> the fuck is in this? But, uh... Yeah, I like Damon. You can genuinely see in Damon's face. He's growing he feels, as a human being. He feels terrible for his brother. Yeah. He, I mean, we've said it, like, literally every single episode. He does love his brother. Genuinely. Yeah, but instead of Viserys being in charge of everything right now, Queen Alice and Otto have stepped into the roles of... Like, yeah. in charge of all the matters of the Seven Kingdoms, including the dispute of who will inherit Driftmark. Yep. 
And I also like that uh, Allison's wearing mm-hmm. the um, the the star of the seven, the seven pointed star. Oh the yeah. Religion. Yeah, I kind of, you know. No, I'm a they got religion. They're getting better. I know. I, I support the Greens. Oh no! no. I'm joking. Oh. I'm joking. But then Rhaenyra. But Rhaenyra then makes an attempt to make an alliance with Rhaenys, offering to marry her son Jaceris and Lucerys to Rhaenyra's granddaughter, Rhaenys' granddaughters, Bela and Rhaena. Yeah. So long as Rhaenyra's Ra- stepdaughters. Yes, and so as long as Rhaenys supports Luke's claim to Driftmark. Yeah, which was another really good scene. Yeah, because it sets up stuff to come later in the episode. Yeah, and but- it's also it's the only time we get to see them talk together since Rhaenyra, you know. In air quotes, killed Lenor, and Rainey's is still pretty upset about that. I mean, she fully believes that they had her son killed so that she could marry her. I uncle. mean, can you blame her? It does. It, it was a little suspicious. No, it was absolutely suspicious. I don't. They blame probably should have waited girl. a couple months, maybe a year, to get married. Maybe they couldn't have fucking. They were just they, they liked each other so much. Dude. They just had. They, a, they love each other. Yeah, they had to do that little like blood sacrifice wedding thing. The old tribal it's, one. It's the old, the old uh, Valerian one. Yeah, it's actually the old. Yeah, Valerian. Yeah, Valerians. Valerian. The Valerians of the family. Yeah. The next day, Allison and Otto prepare to hear appeals from Rhaenys, Rhaenyra, and Vaymond on who is to become the next Lord of the Tides. After Vaymond, the younger brother of Corlys, bids for himself, Viserys emerges in the hall. And I mean, for everyone who wonders why I'm reading like this, it's because I have notes written down. Ryan watches the episode as we talk through it, so we both have our different ways of doing it. I think it's easier to read. Ryan thinks it's easier to watch. Yeah, I'm just I I skip through, but you actually take notes and like yeah, like, like I watch the episode once or twice yeah. to try and get some notes written down. Yeah, you I try to be like yeah, you try to be proactive and good at this. I just get a quick refresher in the moment. Well, no, it's because I'm so bad at remembering things. That I need it <laughs> written down in front. Like I was reading that, I was like, oh yeah, there is a scene with Rainey's and Rainier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, w- dude, when. Viserys showed up. I was so hype, dude. It was. I mean, our, my, me, you, and Sean were both all like, "Yeah, that's the f- king. That's wow. why he's the goat. <laughs> the goat. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was. Um, I heard a good quote. This was Viserys's weakest but strongest moment. Yes, this was his physically. He is the worst he's ever been in his entire life, and now he's up and walking. So it's only getting worse. He could collapse and die at any moment, just withering. Ba- and he's wearing this gold mask. Yeah, Woo! dude, he made it look badass. Like it was. <laughs> he and Ryan awesome. are both doing like this little. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, like this is one of the most important things he's ever had to do. Yes, and although like making Rhaenyra heir to the throne is super important, this is extremely important because this is who's this. in charge of the army. Yeah, the navy in this world. Yeah, the navy basically, yeah. the biggest navy at least. And a scene that I think kind of will go under the radar in this in this sequence mm-hmm. is as he's going to steps, he pushes away the knight. Yeah, he's like, I can get up here myself, and his crown falls, mm-hmm. and a hand comes down to grab it, and it's Damon, and he yeah. gives him and he gives him back the crown. Yeah, and helps him sit. And he says, "Come on now," and he helps him guide him up. Yeah, and I learned a cool fact about that. That was actually not in the scene. Matt Smith genuinely picked up the crown and gave it to him. Really? Yeah, and they just they just kept filming. Nice. So that's pretty cool that they went and did that. Yeah. And anything like that that makes in the in the film shows anything, I always love. Yeah, it's awesome. It gives it like it's genuine. Yeah, it, it, you can tell the actors when when there's stuff like that, the actors genuinely care and understand their characters. Yeah, it's it's just nice to see. 
And we were so hyped when Damon did it. We were all like, yes, yeah. yes, Damon. Yeah. And when he puts the crown on him too. Like, yeah. Like it was just like, I've wanted this for so long, like to be mm-hmm. king, but I will bend the knee to you. Yeah. You're still my older brother. Yeah. I, yeah. And then Rainey throws her support behind Luke's claim to Driftmark, announcing that Luke and Jason are now betrothed to her granddaughters. Vayman, outraged, loudly proclaims that Luke and Jason are bastards. Yeah. But it's a whole building up in the scene. Vayman's yeah. looking at him. He's like, say it. Say it. He literally says, say it. Dude, and he when, goes, he, when he hit that, though. They're bastards. And then he goes, and Rhaenyra is a whore. Yeah. And he looks. Viserys gets up and pulls out his knife. He's like, I will have your tongue. And Damon takes this motherfucker's Ooh. head off, but leaves the tongue and goes, yeah. you can have the tongue. And yeah. then, and then yeah, everyone's like, sees him. He's like, I, it's okay. It's okay. And he cleans off his sword and puts it away. Yeah. How drippy can you be? Like, Dude, it was awesome. so good. Just the way he does it. He like looks at him. He's like, come on. Say it. <laughs> yeah. He literally, he literally just goes, say it. Like he knows what he's going to say. And then what's his name? What's the guy's name? Vaymon. Yeah, Vaymon. I couldn't think of it. Vaymon just, he looks so confident. Her children are bastards and Rhaenyra is a whore. And he gets his block chopped. Like, it, I mean, it, was, it was a clean slice. Yeah. And then after that, we see them putting the body back together for the funeral. <laughs> you were cracking up with that. Dude, it was so <laughs> funny. It was such a clean cut. Like, you could see into his head. It was horrible. Because <laughs> I, I saw, like, for a second i was like are they stitching them back up you're like no way and then it showed it and you started just cracking up <laughs> because oh, there's man, no way that bitch is alive <laughs> i thought they were trying to do some john snow oh. shit and be like he can come back yeah dude. that man's brain was sliced in half yeah but also aemon my boy during this scene rewatching it right now aemon gives a look at damon he's like oh that's my uncle, dude. He's I love like, that's him. a bad mother. I love that. There. That's why Eamon and Damon are so similar. People, I said that. People hate that. I said that while we were yeah. watching it. People don't like Eamon just because he's on the greens, but he's still he's still a great guy. He's a cool character. That's why I like him. That's why I like the greens. It's because they're all super interesting characters. Besides Aegon. I'd slap Aegon in the Black face. has some interesting characters. They have interesting Rainier's characters. Interesting. They, no, they Eamon's have, interesting. They have interesting characters, but the greens are more entertaining. Black's got the best character in the show. Yeah. Yeah, Damon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying the blacks are bad, but I'm saying personally, I find the greens more entertaining because they start so much more shit. Yeah, they're just like, horrible people. They just fuck around and it's so much it's so entertaining. Later that evening, Viserys arranges an intimate dinner with his entire family, who are all together in King's Landing for the first time in years. He then makes a passionate emotional speech, telling them that he loves them and that the house must stand together. Yep. Before he dies. Oh, uh, because he he knows fully he's like this is he's like this is gonna turn to this shit is my last me. week at best so <laughs> he's like you guys need to I'm get not going. and he takes off his mask oh and yo they must have been saving up some budget because that looked great it looks so good his <laughs> eye is completely are you skipping gone. to it right now oh i'm i'm looking at it yeah oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's so good <laughs> it's so gross <laughs> But then uh, Allison and Rhaenyra make peace with Allison telling Rhaenyra that she'll one day become a good queen. And I love this scene. Yeah. I love when they're given the chip. I love when they were given the toast and the toast were actually nice. Yeah. And then fucking Aegon had to be a little dick. <laughs> no, Rhaenyra and Allison were getting back along and it was nice. And then Aegon was being a dick to Jace because Jace 
Allison's kid, no, not Allison's. Rhaenyra's kids got married to, are getting married to her stepkids, which um, is nice, sure, whatever. And then it helps the realm, so, you know, you can't be too upset about it. But then Aegon, who was married to his biological sister, uh, Helena, so he doesn't really have a right to say anything about that. <laughs> he, um, he starts messing with Jace. Let's saying, clarify, that line she has was hilarious. Which one? He ignores me most of the time too. It's okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. unless he's drunk. Yeah, unless he's <laughs> I drunk. was like, that's so disgusting. Unless he's drunk or sad. You know? You're my brother and sister. <laughs> God, uh, it's so yeah. nasty. They also have they have twins at this point. It was just a quick. It's a quick like throw away. Yeah, throw you see line. them. Yeah, like a little. No, I don't think you see them at all. You do. do you? you see them in the background yeah. when it's in uh. Yeah, Aegon's chambers. You see them. Really? Because remember, you see her walk up. Yeah, she walks in. She's like, and then behind them is the kids. Oh, where? Remember, I was like, how many kids are there? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But that's that's Aegon and Helena's twins, at this point. Yeah, they had twins. And then, Allison. Oh yeah, but then Allison takes her hand and asks her to stay in King's Landing, and at which. I love because that that was like a sweet moment that was so reminiscent of the first time they do in the first episode. Yeah, when they hold each other's hands, mm-hmm. and it is crazy that like we associate them now as Millie Alcock and Emma Darcy because they really it really is them growing up. Yeah, which is like it looks like them. They, they act like them. Same. It, it was some mannerisms. The casting is incredible. Yeah, the it's, casting it's department amazing. killed it, and the fact that they picked the young one second. Yeah, uh, they went and got Emma Darcy and Olivia Cook first, and mm-hmm. then we're like. Okay, we need to go find people that match these people. Yeah, I love. And them. they nailed it. I lit. I literally don't think it could have been any better. I. It's just. It's perfect. It's incredible. And then Amon makes an asshole comment saying how his nephews are strong boys, let, referring to their true father. Listen to me. As as much as it was an asshole comment, it was it was pretty funny. Like just the way he said it, he's like, "My strong cousins." Like I was like, like "My." Two like, hours later, strong cousins. Like he knew exactly. He what knew he was what doing. he was doing. But I love him because he's he's so smart because he does have an alibi. He's like, it was a compliment. I'm saying they're strong. That's a but good then thing. Jason Luke get their ass whooped. Oh yeah, Aegon well, Jace... slams his head on that table <laughs> yeah. and then punches him because he starts dancing with Helena before the, it all goes to. Shit. So he's like, all right, this dude's dancing with my wife. And it was, it's Baina and... that's really happy, right? Huh? Remember the one of uh, Damon's daughters is sitting there just smiling the whole time? Yeah, I think it was Baina, Bela, Bela. I don't know. I don't know. They're so them. hard to tell apart. It, there's so many kids. I I can't think of the Damon's daughters' names. They're just there's so many kids at this point. I can't remember, but I should try to remember those names though. But yeah, one of them one of them is smiling the whole time because it's just hilarious. But Jace gets his head rocked against the table by Aegon, which was hilarious. But Eamon just kind of stands there, and he's like, yeah, I said what I said. You're not going to do anything, Luke. You're not going to do anything against me. You yeah. saw me fighting Sir Kristen earlier. Yo, he gave Sir Kristen the works. Dude, Kristen, if one of those hits had landed, his head was gone. Kristen was going for it. Like, <laughs> he had no chill. It was great. And then another scene I loved is when Allison attends the ailing Viserys in bed. Delirious, deliriously, Viserys mistakes Allison for Rhaenyra. And the previous night telling her that he does indeed believe in the prince that was promised. As Allison thinks he means her kids yeah. when he actually meant Rhaenyra's kids. Yeah. So now she really now, after telling Rhaenyra that she should come back, she now believes that 
her kids are meant to take the throne, which is really not helping. No. And also, Rhaenyra says that, like, she has to take the ships back to drop her kids off, but then she'll come back on Dragonback, which yeah. is a little hint towards the next episode. Which is the first episode I watched the preview, and I was like, oh, shit, I know what's coming. Yeah, everyone who had doesn't know, you guys are in for a real treat in these next two episodes. It's going to be a wild episode. It's going to be a wild two episodes. Are they going to split that? They probably are going to split that. I think it's going to be split, or I still know what comes after. Yeah. And if they're cutting it where I think, it's going to make for a really good cliffhanger. Yeah. Season two, either way, is going to be nuts. Because they did officially say, no more time jumps. Yeah. From here... Like the next two episodes, no time jumps. Yeah, they said there will be no major jump. ones. So, like, I think yeah. there'll be like year one. It might be like a month or something. Little one. But... The, the, these actors are the actors. Yes. These from are now on, for from the rest now of the time. And, uh, yeah, after Allison leaves, Viserys takes one last final breath. Cut to black. Director's name. Yep. His End of last episode. words, my love. Oh, it was sweet dude, for that guy. That hurt. <laughs> yeah, it was sweet. Now, who did he mean? Rhaenyra, Allison, Emma? I think he meant Emma. <laughs> Probably Emma. He did love Emma. Sorry, I'm just watching the scene when um uh Aegon says to um Bela, or whichever one it is, the one who's marrying Jace, and he's like, if you ever want to be well satisfied, you can always come get me anytime. And Jace slams on the table. Jace is a little fucking bitch. He slams on the table. Stands up and he's like, "All right, never mind." He gives Aegon a nice little pat on the shoulder. He's like, "You're a good cousin. All right, good job." It's... Sons of bitches. I don't like Jace. Jace is a Luke. great guy. I like Luke. Luke cut out Aemon's eye, so he's a little badass. Aemon's still my favorite of the kids. Aemon is my favorite no. of the kids. Luke is mine. Really? I'm rooting for him because he's the heir. I'm rooting for Luke. He's the heir to Driftmark. Jace is the oh, heir Jace to the is Iron the heir to the Iron Throne. Yeah. Jace is my favorite. I like Jace. Really? Yeah, because he's not. He's just trying to do his job. Maybe we are on different sides on this yeah, show. Yeah, I think you're on green. <laughs> I really might be. You're a horrible person. Not for any, like, ethics, just for entertainment purposes. No, I think your yeah. ethics are on that side. No, yeah, I fully agree with them. You're rooting for the dude who punched two girls in the face. Not for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's just an association. <laughs> but uh, yeah, is there anything you want to add to the episode? No, I mean, I, I love this episode. The tension throughout it was incredible from scene to scene. I already talked about the scene with Allison and, and the one servant girl. But also in the dinner scene we were just talking about, it's just it, everyone – has their own way of bringing more and more chaos into it until it just explodes at the end. And it's just, it's perfect tension building and perfect release. It's, it's amazing. It was a great episode and I'm so excited for the next two and season two. I mean, it's, it's going to be wild. I'm really excited, but uh, yeah, you want to hop into our suggestion of the week? Yes. Do you have one? I have the other guys. It's on Netflix. You've done that already. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. (sighs) <sighs> oh, oceans go. 11 there you go that's a good one that's a good um you know when i watched that i didn't know matt damon was in it i genuinely didn't know matt damon was in that movie and then he popped up and i was like what he's like one of the main people yeah but i didn't know i didn't watch the trailer i was like i know i heard this movie's good this movie's, that movie's awesome yeah i love it the and first I, one second one are really good the, the third, third one's, one's all right mid. yeah i watched all three of them in a row oh you did yeah they're good they're good brad pitt's awesome <laughs> but uh yeah good choice I'm going to choose a Netflix original. Ooh. 
The Midnight Club. This is the third film in the Mike Flanagan franchise. Of he did Haunting of Hill House, he did Black Mass, and now he's doing this. This is at a manor with a mysterious history. Eight members of the Midnight Club meet each other at midnight to tell sinister stories and look for signs of supernatural from the beyond. It's actually a terminally ill housing place. Mm. And it broke the Guinness World Record in its first episode for most jump scares in a singular episode of television. Wow. And it scared the shit out of me. It sounds like a nice show. It's really good. <laughs> I generally, I highly recommend everyone check it out. And as I said, it's on Netflix. Flang is the guy that did uh, Dr. Sleep, right? Yeah. Did he? He, yeah. I think he's a producer on it. Is so, it? I, I thought, thought he... Scott Derrickson directed it. Maybe he did. I don't know. It, it's a lot to remember. Yeah. What do you want to hop into our fan questions? Let's do it. Okay. This question here is from Rick. Are you guys excited for Halloween ends? I uh, am hopeful. <laughs> the 2017 Halloween is in my top 10 of my favorite yeah. horror movies of all time. Yeah, I adore that film. I think mm-hmm. the perfect writing, great pacing, great tension because it didn't have to be over the top. Yeah, with some great kills, mm-hmm. which for a Halloween movie, you gotta do that. Yeah. However, Halloween Kills, which Ryan's gonna see later this week yeah it uh it goes way too far into trying to have cool kills but has no story yeah so i'm hoping the third one has great kills and a great story that doesn't have to be a great story it's good that that makes me happy yeah yeah i think i'm excited for it just because like you said the last one i saw was 2017 so i i have i'm left off with a good taste in my mouth so after I watch Kills, maybe it'll be different. Maybe it won't. I don't know. So yeah, you should, you should be super excited. Yeah, that's what I, I'm still excited because the last one I saw was good. So yeah. I guess yeah, I am still excited. 17. Uh, watch Kills first. At the time of this, as we said, the Phillies had just won Game One. How about them Phillies? This question from Michael. How about them Phillies, dude? The fight, the fightings, dude. The fightings, the baby. fightings, baby. We're talking about them fightings. Talking about the fightings. But uh, yeah, Phillies are up one one zero so far in the NLDS against the Braves. Which uh, it's gonna be a tough series, and tomorrow we have Zach Wheeler on the mound, yep. and then Friday we got Nola in Philly. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be a good series. I'm so, so pumped. I'm I'm excited, but I don't want to say anything because I don't want to jinx anything. Uh, question number three is questions from Ray. Favorite movie theater drink? We get water. Drink? I'm just a water. Yeah, guy. we don't get I'm like not... slushies or anything. Yeah, no, I I don't think I've ever had a slushy in a movie. Neither theater. have I. I think I've only gotten never, it from Wawa. <laughs> I was never like a slushy kid. I, I have like a diet like soda or something every once in a while. Yeah, I'm not really like a soda guy either. Yeah. I guess if I am, it'll be like a Coke or a root beer, but I just drink water. Yeah, most I feel like more recently we've just been getting water. Yeah. But uh yeah. Number four, is your Halloween rankings episode gonna come out on Halloween? This question from Charlie. I think that's what we're I'm gonna aim for right. is to get it out on Halloween. That'd be cool. Yeah. I feel that's a good idea. Yes, yeah. Charlie. Yes, I that gives me some time to watch the movies. Yeah, gives yeah. you. Well, no, we're gonna record it before then. Yeah, Halloween's on a Saturday this year, isn't it? Is it on Friday? Friday the fourteenth? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think it's a Saturday. I don't know, but uh, yeah, you should. It's on the thirty first, by the way, not the fourteenth. I know, I know what Halloween is. Just to be clear, it's Halloween does Monday. come out on the fourteenth, so Monday the thirty first. Monday. Okay, so you got time. Yeah, you got time to watch some good horror movies. Um. Oh, this goes back to the episode last week. Tommy, how is your future girlfriend? <laughs> this question from Andrew. Um, so my hopes are still up. Things look like they're doing okay. She's super sweet. She loves movies and TV, which is crazy. And yeah, she shares a birthday with one of my best friends. It's pretty cool. Nice. Um, I've yet to ask her out because I'm too scared. Yeah. But hopefully soon. Did she listen to the last episode? 
No. Really? <laughs> yep. It's going to be awkward. <laughs> it hadn't come up yet. <laughs> so I guess you better we'll ask her out before she listens to that because oh. then it's going to be awkward. Um, <laughs> best film score, Matt. Ooh. Is this our highest rated film or? No, I think bet not the score of our highest rated film. I don't it's... know. No, that would be a stupid question. Why would that? I don't know. Maybe they want to know what we think is the best movie. But that's an episode, so go back no, and listen. It's the best to movie score. Probably Star Wars. If I'm speaking overall, Star Wars is like classic. Because Star Wars, the second you hear it, you know what it is. I'm going to say... I want to go a little different. I want to pick the same thing. I'll say the Dark Knight trilogy, because mm. they all have the same score. Or Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is a good one, too. Indiana Jones is a good one. I think Star Wars, just because it's literally unmistakable. Even if you haven't seen the movies, yeah, you, know what, it's you from. know what Star Wars is. Yeah. Uh, question number seven. When do you guys play your episodes? Claire, 10 minutes before we do them. Yeah. We, we know we record on Tuesdays, but we're... Tuesdays at five is... That's when we general, record, yeah. but we don't know when... What We know we're doing House of Dragon more recently, but in yeah. total, we don't know what we're doing. Yep. Uh, thoughts on Marvel movie delays is a question from Abby. Good. I mean, so, delay them as far back. Make them finish them before you put them out. Yeah. I don't care how long you so, delay them. I want a good movie. For those who don't know, uh, Blade has been moved from November 3rd of 2023. Damn, that was actually kind of soon. To now. the not- January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. To September 6th of 2024. And then Deadpool 3 was moved from September 6th of 2024 to November 8th of 2024. Yeah. And then Fantastic Four was moved from 110824 to 021425. The untitled Marvel movie is 021425 to 110725. And Secret Wars has been moved from November 7th of 2025 to May 1st of 2026. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a little sad that I have to wait even longer for Deadpool. Yeah. But I've course. waited all this time. I could wait a little bit longer. Yeah, of course. I'm disappointed that I got to wait longer. But at the yeah, same hopefully time, hopefully that makes them better. Yeah, if, if it's going to make a better movie, I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. And then to our final question from Kamal, who actually yelled at me for not ever picking his fan questions. Wow. Uh, besides Black Adam, is there any movie you're looking forward to that you think will be a great success? I think Black Adam's going to be very good. I think it's going to be mid, low to high, lid, low to high, God. Are you going to say mid-80s? low to mid 80s wow i think it's gonna be really i think you're gonna be pleasantly surprised i hope i'm pleasantly surprised i don't think i mean the last three movies you thought weren't gonna be good have come out good that's true and that's why i keep saying i'm not excited so it'll be good except for dr strange you were like oh it's gonna be so good yeah and then it was bad so i'm just jinxing it dark (laughs) thor love and thunder this movie gonna be so good (laughs) uh let me see what other upcoming movies are there there's amsterdam yeah uh, I'm disappointed now. Babylon should be Babylon. good. Babylon, I think that's be really good. Yeah, we've no like superhero projects. Oh, Wakanda Forever! That movie's gonna make a billion. Oh, oh yeah, Wakanda Forever is gonna go crazy. That movie's gonna say like yeah. a ninety-four, like a ninety-eight audience score. Yeah, Wakanda that's Forever's, my projection. Yeah, Wakanda Forever should be that. really, really good. But uh, yeah, that's the end of our fan questions. That's the end of our episodes. Um, oh yeah, we have merch. Yeah. Yeah, we have mugs and t-shirts. Yeah, and we've actually gotten a good amount of orders, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm yeah. 
Thank you yeah, so, much, so uh, if you guys want that, DM us on Instagram. DM me or Ryan privately if you want to do that. Yeah. And we'll have a conversation where you can send us a fan question. And then, yeah, buy a mug or a T-shirt. Yeah. And, yeah, make sure to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, anywhere you can find podcasts except for Pandora. And check us out on YouTube. We have four videos up now. Yeah. We actually post our Raiders of the Lost Podcast episode on there. And, yeah, we will say. <laughs> and the hiccups. Uh, yeah, love you guys so much for tuning in and listening to our show and giving us great reviews and showing the love on this show. It means a lot to me and Ryan. We are very happy to be doing this all the time, mm-hmm. even though we can't stand one another. But uh, yeah, we will be back. What? What did you say? Nothing. We will be back on Tuesday. Yeah, we'll be back on Tuesday to review Halloween Ends and House of the Dragon, Episode 9. Yep. Bye, everyone. See ya. <laughs>